and welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm tired today, Rob. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm about the same. Right? Tired. Sunday you know. evening here, and uh, it's been a long day. Weekends seem to just go by no matter what. They like, do. They just go by so fast. I don't care if it's a two-day weekend or a, you know, four-day holiday. They go by like in a snap of a finger and they suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they do. Fun times. But, you know, what do you do? So most people have tomorrow off. Do you have tomorrow off? Uh, uh, no, I don't have tomorrow off. Oh, but that's because we are offered it off. But I would rather work because if you don't work, I get an extra floating holiday that I can take whenever I want. Get it. I would rather do that because then I'll. I'll probably, you know, use them in because I already get two every year. So I'll have mm-hmm. three and I think I'll just use them all in a row, like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I'll take. There you go. So I'll get like five days off, but. I'll I'll use those. I'm planning a trip to Disneyland. Are so, you? Yeah, I want to go to Disneyland. So and I'm just waiting for my friend to tell me that they can go. So just a matter of when. But I, I hope February at some point. I don't want it to be. Super duper cold, but I definitely don't want it to be hot. Nice. Because Disneyland hot is the fucking worst. Yeah. It's so bad. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be into, well, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be going to the Virgin Islands. Ah, and I can't wait. Never been. And we just did it on the spur of the moment. And now we're going to go. So I'm excited. I haven't been to Disneyland, though, since my daughter was in like the fourth grade. <laughs> That's been a minute. Yeah, a little while. Yeah. So I should probably do that at some point, too, just because things have changed. Exactly. No, I, I get you. I think that now that, you know, you're either don't have children in the house or they're so much older that mm-hmm. you don't have to really worry about that kind of thing. It's kind of nice right. to just gallivant gallivant off somewhere yeah yeah i want to go i have a couple of places that i want to go i want to go um visit uh tennessee and i want to visit another city in north carolina just to kind of see if it's where my future may lead so we'll Mm. see we'll see we'll see it has to be a place where i where my company has a place though right because I don't want to just start over. I want to be able to have a job when I go someplace. Nice. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So we were talking off the air before we came in here and we are in the sicky season. Yes. <laughs> so and, uh, you know, with all the goopily gockly that goes goes around. um, I think a lot of people like to either like or have a lot of old school home remedies. And I think Mm -hmm. we come from the generation of parents who had a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked up some home remedies just for shits and giggles on the old Google. And it took me to WebMD. And these were like home remedies. uh, What works with a question mark? And you can check out the web page. It'll be in our show notes. A lot of these, I think, 
are pretty common. Like um, I'll go over them just and I'm speed reading just so we can get to like ones that you actually said that your family uses and, <laughs> and knows of. But like mint, peppermint. Mm-hmm. Been used. Um, peppermint oil helps with irritable bowel syndrome. Um, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. Uh, I, I know that I've heard that it'll help settle your stomach. My, like, my grandmother used to have mint that grew in a crack in her driveway and it grew really well. And she'd say, go out and pick me some mint. And she would make us mint tea when we were menstruating or when we were sick to the stomach. Mm-hmm. And, and that actually really does work or did in my uh, experience. I, I still to this day, keep minty around. I don't yep. pick it out of a crack in the driveway, but <laughs> I do, uh, <laughs> I do keep uh, it at uh, the house. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, honey, honey, natural sweetener works well, uh, for a cough. Mm-hmm. Um, just like over the counters. And it's funny. Um, I wish I would have listened a little bit better. I'd have to look at the text message. Maybe my friend down the street, she got ill. She ended up getting COVID actually. And her cough was really bad. Well, I talked to her one day and she said that she was making homemade cough syrup. Mm-hmm. And I think it had that in it, onion and something else. But I thought it was kind of interesting. And turmeric? Like, uh, probably turmeric. That's yeah. in all kind of, And that's actually on this list as well. Yeah. Um, um, honey, nothing lives in honey. And honey actually doesn't go bad. Mm-hmm. If it's just honey in its natural state, they found it back when they were embalming the um uh, uh the like tutan what was oh, his like name egypt egypt yes mm-hmm. during those days uh when they were they were embalming people they put honey in because honey lasted forever and they they found honey that had been put in a in a a tomb for hundreds of years and it was still good yeah well glass jar action mm-hmm well, probably not even glass, probably pottery in those days. I don't even know. And then here's your your next one on the list is turmeric. Turmeric. Uh, spices hyped to be able to variety of conditions. Arthritis to a fatty liver. Um, I know, let's see, other claims such as healing ulcers, helping skin rashes. Mm. Um, but don't overdo it. Obviously, with anything that we're talking about, don't overdo it. You should probably look. Um, it says high doses can cause digestive problems. Mm, so then you'll I need would, the mint. Yeah, I would probably <laughs> say with this one, you should probably stick to the pills if you're taking it for, you know, because then they're measured out instead of, you know, taking or fine foods that you could eat that have turmeric in it. Correct. And, you know, you you can make meals that have turmeric. That's probably the best approach. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, and here's one that's, I think, quite common and I've actually used. Ginger. Really good in tea. Ginger's um, supposed to be really good for your prostate. Oh, well, that's good. I guess yeah. I should stick a piece of garlic up my ass. <laughs> um, it says Ew. it's been used for a thousand years in, in Asian medicine to treat stomach aches, diarrhea, nausea. Um, studies show that it works for nausea and vomiting. There's evidence that it may help menstrual cramps. We take it when we go on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good for motion sickness. Yeah. 
some people get tummy trouble, heartburn, diarrhea, and gas because of it. So you might want to be careful with it. I actually cut up fresh gar, uh, ginger and I put it in tea and let mm-hmm. it sit in the tea and then obviously take it out. But it's uh, it's really good. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, here's one for you that's a uh, uh, good home remedy. Sex. Hey. Turns Who out knew? that sex. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people. get rid of a headache. I know that. I've done no, that. <laughs> uh, no more. This is how it reads. It's pretty funny. No more, not tonight, dear. It turns out sex can help ease pain when you have certain kinds of headaches, especially <laughs> migraines. Go figure. Uh, it's been shown to help uh, heart health, ease stress, and boost mental alertness. It also makes you live longer from what studies are saying. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny that that if you have a migraine, sex is good for you. Mm-hmm. So no more headaches. You can't say that I have it a actually does run a headache out of you. I've I've done it several times and it works. And then obviously heart health. I think that that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the blood is a Russian. Um, let's go here. Green tea. This one I think is quite common and been used probably for a thousand years in some cultures. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Has. Antioxidants in it uh, protect your cells from damage, helps fight disease. It may lower the odds of heart disease, certain kinds of cancer, like skin, breast, lung, and colon. That's always good. Garlic. Um, show more, eat more garlic. Certain types of cancer helps with that. May lower blood cholesterol, blood mm. pressure. I like garlic. Garlic's good. Me too. I did garlic. Um, not in like massive amounts, but I do like it. It's definitely a flavor booster. Man, you put mm-hmm. garlic in something and it ramps it up for sure. Absolutely. Or a really good garlic bread. Mm, garlic bread. Uh, chicken soup. I think this is like the old school grandma remedy. Mm-hmm. Um could be good for a cold truly good chicken soup is just good (laughs) i don't care how you slice or dice it on a cold evening or a cold afternoon a really good um bowl of chicken soup i got a recipe from my friend down the road that i actually got in trouble for at one point which is a whole other story but um she gave me like the the base of her chicken soup and then I kind of finagled with it here and there and added stuff and I would, I'll make my own chicken breasts and then I'll cut like huge chunks of chicken. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not like, you know, the old school Campbell's where you got like little tiny bits. Yeah. A little dot. Mine are probably like one inch square, like Mm -hmm. big pieces of chicken or really long pieces, but there's nothing like that. A neti pot, which I don't know that is but we're going to talk about a neti pot is something that you put um there's these little packets that you could put in the water Mm -hmm. and then you stick the neti pot in your nose as you tilt Mm -hmm. your head to the side and it runs from the water runs in one side and out the other that's exactly what i was just going to say because that's a you've pretty much knocked it on it's salt in warm water yep um it says you have to practice a little (laughs) to get the hang of it 
Right. Uh, you just don't aller- swallow. Yes. Allergy and cold s- symptoms mm-hmm. is what it, it helps. Um, and it uh, makes a lot of gunk come out of your the back of your throat and stuff. Yeah. I know what this is now. Yeah. Um, I remember someone telling me about this. I know that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the little machine that you stick on your nose and it does the exact same thing. No, when I had it done, I was sick and I was visiting my cousin Karen in Washington and she told me I was going to do it. And then when she handed me the pot, it looked like a penis head on the end of it. And I was like, what the hell you want me to stick this up my nose and do what? But it did work. <laughs> but, was uh, it that a, was a place pot I never had a penis before. Huh? Was it a neti pot or was it an actual that it was a machine? neti pot? Yeah. OK, because they have this one where you it has like these two little. I don't know, rubber things, and it has water on the top of it and water on the bottom. You stick it on there and, and you press a button and it's done with a machine and it actually shoots it through huh. and, it, and it gathers the bad water on the bottom and then you throw it out. No, it, yeah, yes, you did over a sink. I mean, it looks pretty cool. I don't know if it would work, but I should probably get one because I have lots of um, nasal issues because my it, nose. Has it been did broken. work. It did help. I don't know if it worked, but it, it helped because okay. when you get to a certain level of stuffed upness. Yeah, you yeah. need. You need something. the old school baby ball. Right. You need at that point, you don't care what it is. You just need help. Yeah. Yeah, the old yeah. baby ball was crazy. I remember when my kid was sick as an infant, man, and you're just sucking snot out of their nose. Yeah. Brutal. I I don't know about those because how do you get all the snot back out? Like that that to me seemed a little um I used them, but it always seemed like I wanted to throw away and go buy another one because it we was would, unsanitary. Uh, I would run I would boil water on the pot and I would put boiling water through it. Yeah, it I don't boiling. know about that. Ooh, boiling water is gnarly. That shit, yeah. is, that shit will clean anything. I get you, but uh, you know. here's the next one. This one I think is very common as well. Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Cinnamon lowers your your blood sugar. Your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And it's also very good for stomach, your stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you. It's a great tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says just be careful because cinnamon extract can be bad for your liver in large doses. So yeah. basically make sure you're not doing a ton. I think you can do up to like, I, I want to say more than a teaspoon a day. Right. Like, like you can do a pretty, uh, um, I'll mix it in with my tea. Just a little bit mm-hmm. because I don't, I also don't want to, because cinnamon is overpowering as all hell. Yeah. So like is. you don't have to use a lot. You no. can put a little bit in it. But if you if you make cinnamon tea and it's just cinnamon, I, I don't know. I kind of like that. My mom mm-hmm. used to make that. We drink a lot of it because of her. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one that I wish I could do, but I can't anymore because I don't have one. A hot bath. Mm. Um, obviously, it's good for muscles, bones, tendons. Just makes you happy and like I completely chilled out. I miss having a bathtub. Yeah, I I hate not having a bathtub, even though I don't fit well in them. Yeah, because I'm just a big dude. Um, I I still I will lay, I'll lay with my legs out of them, 
and then and then move and then put my legs only in them and move and put, I'll just continue to move. And I've been in a tub where I've ran the water two or three times through it, mm-hmm. like redone it and redone it again. I I enjoy it. And if I can find a big tub, like a jacuzzi tub, greatest. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh ice back. We I don't think we really need to talk about that home remedy. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite um common. Common. Um, I like to make um plastic bags with both rubbing alcohol and water mm-hmm. because rubbing alcohol doesn't freeze. So mm-hmm. it won't freeze all the way and you get more of like a gel consistency. Right. You can wrap it around things much better. Um and being a pro wrestler for so long, I was always wrapping some kind of ice pack around some part of my body that needed it. So when I was in Girl Scouts, one of my badges was first aid. <laughs> I had to make a couple of those things. So mm-hmm. that's been around for a long time. Yeah, I, it's a great I actually prefer it. So what I ended up doing is something on Amazon. My neck was hurting really bad for some reason. So I bought these, I think they're gel packs. There's some kind of things that won't freeze the whole way, but they're shaped like your neck and you can like put them around your neck, but it's the same kind of, you know, idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, petroleum jelly. Well, you know, in my house growing up, <laughs> there happened to be always some petroleum jelly in my house. I, I'm assuming that it, that it works. Um, it says for moisture and prevent chapping, keep your skin dry. So and see, uh, the funny thing is, is petroleum jelly does not allow your skin to breathe. So to me, that that kind of doesn't make sense to me why it would be why they say it would be moisturizing and yet your body can't absorb it. Yeah. I don't know. It does say that it protects your baby's bottom from diaper rash. So we used to use it for diaper mm-hmm. rash when there wasn't any desitin. So what I think it does is it it. It keeps, it's like a protective layer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So obviously if you're, if you end up crapping your drawers and you put some of that on there, you end up (laughs) there. Um, This one I've heard, but I've never done it. Uh, Ear candling. Mm -hmm. Says this is dangerous. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Uh, Our family used to do that to us. Yeah. I I know a a bunch of people, but it does say you, you need to be careful because. You can get burns and it's just, it's not for sure that it works. Funny thing is though, when I've had it done and I used to have problems with my ears when I was younger, um, Mm -hmm. they would do that and it would make my ear pop. You'd, you'd be like congested and just everything was, you know, you couldn't hear because you were so congested and then they do that to my ear and then all of a sudden it would go pop. And I could hear again. <laughs> right. What's right. So I don't know that they I don't know why that happens, what what works with them. But I do know it does work. So what do you have? Because you say that you're this is something that you actually do in your home. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of things. The mint tea was right on top of the list because that one was mm-hmm. an old time favorite. Um, my grandfather, no matter what you were sick with, would stick Vicks like on your chest, on your mouth, in your mouth. Like, I guess he was pretty wicked with it back in the day. But um, 
on the bottom of your feet. So mm-hmm. if you were sick, you got just slathered in Vicks. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, it kind of made it so you could breathe because it's like a really strong eucalyptus. But I he never put it in my mouth. By that time, they were like, don't you dare mm-hmm. put it in your mouth. But um, yeah, he used grew, a lot of Vicks. I grew up with that. My mom putting it on my chest. Yeah. And, then and even- you have to stay covered up. Oh, yeah, because it opens your pores and you could get you could catch a really big chill. Apparently, and it, would, it would come right up under like from your yeah. shirt up to your nose. And it would uh, I always remember it kind of opening up my nasal cavities. Yeah, when it I, made you made your nose leak and you had snot all over yourself. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. So when I was 18, um, I went camping and it was in the spring around my birthday around Easter time. And, um, I was walking in a stream and I guess the poison Oak had just gone into like the springtime phase where there was pollen on top of the water. So when I walked in the water, I had, um, poison Oak from my waist all the way down to my feet. And I was, so swollen and and purpley red and just miserable couldn't it was in my private parts oh it was disgusting there was nothing the doctor gave me stuff to soak in then there was these salves that he gave me and nothing worked and my mom's best friend who always seemed to save me <laughs> she was always the one that like came to my rescue still is she was talking to her mom and her mom was from another state back east and her mom said take rhubarb and blend it up with a little bit of water and put it on her skin and just leave it there and that'll take away the the poison oak now the the scar that i had from the poison oak as lasted for a few years i was quite red and it didn't go back right away and my skin's pretty light so um that didn't go away but the burn and the itch and the swelling and the the sick feeling that you got with it definitely went away after that alleviated alleviated the the yucky feelings that were going mm-hmm. on because i was freaking miserable like you don't need anything like that in your private parts or any part of your body back of your knees uh, like in between your everything yeah not fun yeah no i'm good um tobacco on a bee sting um when we're out camping and somebody gets stung with a bee they pull out the the little bee stinger Mm -hmm. and then they chew up some tobacco and stick it on the on the the part where the bee stung the person and it would it would take away the sting never did i use that i thought it was kind of gross somebody was chewing on tobacco and then sticking it on my skin but i normally don't get stung by bees either so mm-hmm. but my family always did that um uh, i'm reading right here that it, about that it also says you can use toothpaste as well yeah yeah very but i'm i'm i just typed in old school uh, remedies. remedies. I want to. I want to see what what's going to come up that you actually do and what's on yeah. here. So there's the first one. Tobacco on a bee sting. Also, um, if you have a headache, willow bark. You take a piece of willow bark and you chew on it. It has um, it had has medicinal pro- properties of aspirin in it. And so, uh, also when we'd be out camping or whatever, if somebody had a headache and we didn't have any 
um, Tylenol or anything, uh, they would go and take a, a switch of the bark or a, or a switch of the tree and then just cut a little piece of it and stick it in your mouth and chew on it. Wow. Yeah. That I never heard. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. It, it, I don't for, well, that's a native, that one for sure is a native thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, there's a lot of others. Um, there was one and I keep forgetting it, but it'll come back. Um, weed marijuana in mm-hmm. rubbing alcohol, like a hundred proof or 99 proof. And also avocado seeds do the same thing. It, it, you leave it in the alcohol for months in like a dark closet. Mm-hmm. And then when you take it out, all the medicinal properties have been leached out of the avocado seed and, and the weed. My dad puts them together. I never did that. I always just did it with the marijuana, but, um, it helps with like arthritis and joints and, um, muscles. It's not a pain reliever. Like you're not going to instantly feel better, but, um, it, over time you start to feel better and you're, you just feel like your, your body can move better. But everybody that I give that stuff to is like, what the heck is that? Cause it works. Um, we don't have these around here, but, um, when I went back East, my daughter was walking in the grass at her grandmother's house and she got chiggers didn't know what the hell those were just had this huge she had this rash around her ankles and she was crying and she's like mom just rub it make it feel better oh my god it's horrible and I was like what the hell is this and I didn't know and then and my aunt when I got here she said oh she's got chiggers take clear nail polish and cover up the rash that she's having because they're little tiny bugs that burrow mm. in the skin and they burn Mm-hmm. Their excrements I'm, burn you. I'm so, actually looking at pictures. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So she had it. I didn't know what it was. You know, I spent a whole six hours on a plane ride just putting lotion and rubbing her ankles because I didn't know what to do for her. But I guess the the lotion was kind of acting the same way as the nail polish would. It's kind of starving. They can't breathe. You know, they're mm-hmm. starving them out. Um but yeah, I spent the whole six hour flight taking care of her. And then my aunt said, oh, yeah, she needs nail polish. I'm not kidding. That took it away. Wow. Killed It killed the bugs and then the bugs were gone. And that's kind of a creepy thing because you can't even really see them. No, they're, they're super duper tiny. Yeah. If you've never. And, but the bites and are. And we don't have aren't. them here in California. So I was like, what the hell's a chigger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably because of. um uh the weather here you thank know god I mean? they, they but have florida though florida yeah, gets hot it must be the humidity humidity or something. yeah yeah here's one for you that i think is is quite common and we grew up for sure doing this salt water for sore throats yeah gargle with salt water mm-hmm. also if your tooth is sore that was another one yeah i mean but it's for- Mm-hmm. For babies, they used to put whiskey on babies' gums oh. when they were teething. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last time we let my dad do that, my dad was like kind of out of it watching the football game. My mom says, here, hold the baby. He holds the baby. And then she goes, here, give this to the baby and hands him a little a little cap full of whiskey. Well, he dipped the baby forward, gave him a shot. The baby drank it. And, and, and we were like, wait, you were supposed to rub that on his gums. He was like... 
wait, what? What if I, you told me to give it to him. I don't know what it was. Yeah. We don't let dad hold the babies without having better instruction for him. But, (laughs) but the baby was great for like six hours, slept like a baby. I'm sure. No more pain. Well, did it work? Did it not? I mean, have you ever heard this one? Um, Tea bags for puffy eyes. Yes. And also I, preparation H. Oh, that one I've definitely heard. Yeah. That's like a model thing. Yes, a lot of is. models do that mm-hmm. because obviously it's you're taking down some kind of inflammation. So back in the late eighties, early nineties, I was modeling for a, a company of, of women that were bigger women. And um, we used to do, um, like fashion shows and in malls and stuff like that did some print work for like, uh, um, catalogs. But what I did mostly was the, was fit modeling. You go in cause you're the size that they need and you're the right measurements. And then they put the, the clothes on you and they fit them correctly. And, um, I worked with a lot of different models from a lot of different sizes and they all talked about the preparation age. I have tried it. I didn't really notice a difference, but maybe I didn't need it. I don't know. Right. I've, I have several friends who swear by it. So uh, whether it works or not, I mean, who knows for sure, but, um, you know, who knows? How about this one? White vinegar for mosquito bites. I've heard that. I don't know if it works, though. Yeah, it says uh, you can make a paste from white vinegar, baking soda, uh, and a meat tenderizer. Interesting. Yeah. For a stronger itch relief. Mm. I've never, I'd never uh, tried that. I mean, mosquitoes love me, so I should probably. Try something. I should try it, yeah. Because <laughs> they, I mean, and when I mean love me, they love me in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would be uh, a good thing to do. I, I've heard this one and, and it says that this one is probably true. Prunes for constipation. Oh, I gotta tell you, an eight ounce glass of prune juice when you're having problems, you you right before you go to bed, take it in the morning, you will be like cleaning out thanking me. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh I've heard this one oatmeal for dry skin. I've never tried that. I've heard about it though. You basically, you know, an oatmeal bath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty common, like oatmeal soaps. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty common. Uh, what is this? Lemons for earaches. I've heard that. Lemons. I've never tried it. Never did we do that. Squeeze lemon juice onto a Q-tip then let it rest in your ear for a few minutes. Balances your ears, natural pH levels, giving quick pain relief. Yeah, that's the first one. Never heard that one. Never heard that. Mm. Uh, here's one licorice for calluses and corns. And what? they mean and, and they don't mean the kind that you eat. The actual you have to get licorice powder. It's not it's not the you know, not what we eat, the actual bark. Um that says you make a a paste from licorice powder and petroleum jelly. It's good. And then you put it on calluses and corns, softens the tough layer of skin on calluses and corns and allows them to fall off naturally. 
that's pretty cool. But where in the blue hell do you get licorice powder? Amazon. They got everything. <laughs> that's very so true. <laughs> I wonder if they do. I'm like, that is I'm, the most I'm true tempted. statement ever. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna look it up while we're on here and we're I'm talking. I'm doing it right now. I'm ahead of you. Don't worry about it. What what do you have anything uh anything else that that you remember growing up? You know, I don't there's so many things, but those were the ones that came to mind. Here's one that that I I I can't tell you that it works for sure, but um lavender for sleeping problems. Yes. And I will tell you that my friend got me a little spray bottle and it's like a lavender and you just, you're supposed to spray it on your pillows like a little bit before you go to bed. And it, I sleep like a baby. So, um, I'm going to say yes, but you know, uh, just the smell is good. Um, and obviously it has, it says lavender, has pain-relieving and sedative effects. Mm-hmm. No sniffing this oil before bedtime. because yeah, I said, so sniffing this oil before bedtime can help you sleep easier and have a deeper sleep. I, I like they, it. They have licorice root extract on Amazon.com. There so. you go. So, it's not powder, but they got the root. Uh, they actually have, yeah. Or, I'm looking, I looked it up too. They do have a organic licorice powder as well. Oh, that's funny. so they have, so they have both. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. I guess if you want to make it, you can make your uh, pick up a little uh, petroleum and and make yourself some some of that. This one, I, I think, definitely is real. Aloe vera for burns. Mm-hmm. I uh, since I was a little kid, if you had anyone who had an aloe vera tree. You know, like in the neighborhood, it's a cactus. Yeah. Yeah. They would cut it and give you some mm-hmm. uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. we we have a big one that's outside by the pool and because everybody gets burnt when they come over and they get in the pool like as much as i tell them put on sunscreen nobody freaking listens to me i'm the only one that's <laughs> I, trying right. not to make myself crispy mm-hmm. and um everybody gets aloe vera everybody it it works and and pretty much any of the um uh store you know, remedies or gels that you can get pretty much have it in there. You know, aloe vera juice actually helps with stomach issues as well. It helps with ulcers and and um, like that fire gut you get, like mm-hmm. where you're. I don't know what that's where called. Indigestion. Mm-hmm. It really does um, kind of neutralize that. Uh, there's nothing worse than bad, bad heartburn. Yeah. I, I had heartburn like bad a couple of weeks ago. Like I thought, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was like so bad. I was thrown oh. up and like, and yeah, not good. Here's one for you. Witch hazel for hemorrhoids. <laughs> I would true. be careful putting witch hazel on anything because when I was in beauty school, it would burn the shit out of my face. Like even where it had dripped, you could see where it would raise up my skin and just burn it. And I couldn't imagine putting that on my butthole. It it, it does help though. It calms blood vessels, reduces swelling and stops bleeding. It's actually a really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. It, uh, here's one that I, I can't, I can't even believe is real, but it says duct tape. For warts. 
Mm. Yeah, it says you can soak the area in warm water. Um, so you, you put on some du- duct tape. Uh, apply a piece of duct tape over the wart and remove every three or six days to let the skin breathe. You can soak the area in warm water and rub it with a pumice stone to speed up the process. It does say it takes several weeks, but it's the painless way to get rid of a wart. When when I was younger, when I was younger, I had warts on my hand and um, my grandfather bought one for a penny and the damn thing was gone like in a couple of days. He's all, hey, I'm going to buy that for me for a penny. I'm like, why the hell would you want that? He gave me the penny and I swear to you, a couple of days later, it was gone. But I had other ones. He just bought one. So <laughs> my mom went and got compound W when it was yeah. first out. Mm-hmm. And she didn't read it. She just slathered that shit all over my skin. And it literally took off my whole thumbprint. Like my whole yeah. fingertip was mm-hmm. raw because she didn't just didn't put it. it right on the wart. She put it all over it and my skin fell off and I couldn't I had to wear bandages for a couple weeks and like I was really sensitive for a long time but those warts never came back like yeah. she, she killed them they're I, gone I remember I had one on my finger as well my dad went and got the compound W and I remember it being in this like little glass bottle yes and then the actual this is how old we are the actual applier was also glass. It was also glass, yes. Yeah. Like now it's not. I'm I now that we can look things up on the interweb while we're doing it, it everything's a plastic ap- applicator. Really? It's like, yeah, everything's plastic. The actual bottle that it comes in is plastic. The the lid, everything is all a plastic piece. But yeah, it was a glass piece that was rounded at the end. Yeah. And they and they would like, you know, tap it to get it somewhat dry and then tap it on your wart. Yeah. I, I totally remember that. Like, like it was yesterday. And matter of fact, it was over at the apartments that I lived at over there on Haven. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, shit, well, I left there when I was 20. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a long, long time ago, but I remember, and, and, and I remember that compound W being in our medicine cabinet for like 20 years after yeah, for that. years exactly like to the point where like the cover you know the sticker that was on it was like brown like yeah. it had just aged in inside and there. if you opened it the whole thing would be crusty oh yeah it would just go it'd yeah. go yeah exactly so we had one would, of those too <laughs> yeah it would finally come off or you'd have to you'd have to put the bottle on, under the sink water to like try to loosen it because it had just been glued on there forever mm-hmm. ah that's funny it just goes like we we've all grown up in this. Uh, Do you remember Macuricomb? That sounds and familiar. Methylade. Meth- I know that one. Methylade, methylade yes. burnt and Macuricomb did not. But it all made your skin red. Yeah. What methylade? Methylade. Here we go. Methylade. <laughs> I want to see what. A thermosol. There we go. Chemical compound. Let's see. Uh, oh, you can still buy it. It's on, it's on Amazon. I told you you could buy anything on uh, Amazon. That's wild. Yeah, I remember. I remember the other one. The thermosol. Yeah. Wow, it was, that, it, they were red. And so 
far after your skin was healed, your skin would stay red from using that medicine. Because every time you took the Band-Aid off, you needed a new layer of that crap on you. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's still... You can still get it and and as well. Mm. So it, it's basically the same chemical compound. I think it just had different um different names for different things. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that's thermosol is the actual chemical compound, but it's sold over the sold under the name of methylate. That's that is funny. so wild. Yeah, we used it, a lot of that. It does all kinds of shit too. It's an antiseptic and an antifungal. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think there's something about that that you know they use um when you go into surgery, they use that red soap. I believe that there's the same sort of medicine from the methylator, the mercuricum, whatever it is, that red it it turns your skin red. The stuff yeah, that they use for when you have the surgery. It would make sense because it's an antiseptic. It so. kills everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. The other thing is you remember going and, and getting, um, I remember if I had a cut or something, my grandma had iodine. Mm-hmm. Like That's it, what I'm talking about. That's what they clean your skin with before you go in for surgery. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there's a similar chemical component that they use yeah. for that as well. It, it's it, I mean, I remember iodine like it was yesterday, like it mm-hmm. was. And and you're right, though. I remember like you take the bandaid off and you'd have a brown thumb <laughs> yeah. would just be like and, and it would take it, your your cut would have healed, you know, four weeks before that. And it would still <laughs> no, be not that like, long. But yeah. Yeah. Just super brown. Yeah. Uh, baking soda for whiter teeth. I that works. Yeah, but God, it's gross. You just put a you know what I would do is I would pour a little bit in my hand and then I would put toothpaste on my toothbrush and then dip it into the toothpaste Mm -hmm. and then use it. It's not that bad. Yeah, because then you're getting you're not getting the you're getting the toothpaste taste more. Yeah. Yeah. I um when I was having my um heartburn problem, I didn't have anything like in the house to settle it down. And my so, of course, I always call my nurse because these are the people that I was like, I'm like, look, I'm in a lot of pain. She goes, go, go take a shot of baking soda mm-hmm. and or pickle ooh. juice. I didn't have no pickles. And as a house. matter of fact, pickle juice, they say, is really good for leg cramps. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only pickle juice, what is the other thing that they use for that? Mustard. If you have heartburn, take a tablespoon of mustard. Oh, I I did that. I don't know if it really helped. It kind of made it feel like I was on more fire. You know, I was more on fire on the inside. But I don't know because I what I had, what I ate that day had mustard on it. Yeah. But see, they say that, though. Pickle juice, leg cramps. That's what they say to use. Like if you're cramping um, and mustard for heartburn. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? I'm sure you've probably heard of this one. I think we all have a tennis ball for sore feet. No. Oh yeah. So you're like you you're roll them on. You're, yeah, you roll it. Basically, just stretching out your your heel. You like you you put your heel on it and move it around. It's basically okay. just moving some of the muscles down in your feet to kind of loosen them up. Got it. Uh, time T for a cough. I've never yep. heard of that one. But 
I mean, I know there's so many different teas and you throw a little honey in there. There's also uh what's it called? It's a like a uh a star. It's shaped like a star. It's like a anise. There you go. You throw one of those in there too with a little honey. Uh it'll help you. Help you good. Mm. Uh blackberry tea for diarrhea. Who knew? Mm-hmm. You can make blackberry tea by boiling fresh or frozen blackberries or the leaves in water for 10 minutes and then drink it. You know, there's also, now that we think of it, nopales, which is a cactus um, made in a lot of Mexican cuisine. That's good for lowering your A1C, your your blood sugar. Hmm. Again, it's also a cactus, um, but it's really good for that. And also... My cousin would boil seven leaves from a loquat tree, <laughs> like seven leaves. And that is supposed to, if you, if you boil it and then you let, you turn it into a tea and then you drink it. And that's supposed to help you with your blood sugar. Alrighty. Also, I heard that, um, Hamica, which is, um, hibiscus flower tea will, will help with that as well. Okay, that's lots uh, of teas. Have you ever heard of fennel seed for mm-hmm. indigestion? Mm-hmm. Fennel seeds gross though. Like they put fennel seed in in sausage and stuff, and when they do that, I can't eat it. I don't like it. Fennel's not my favorite, nor is licorice. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. I, I don't do licorice. Yeah, <laughs> not a big fan of that. Um eucalyptus oil for sinus problems yeah yeah that's pretty i love eucalyptus too it's like one of my favorite there's nothing better than there's a essential oil Mm -hmm. called breathe it's really Mm -hmm. good and it has that and throw a little bit of that in some uh, hot water as i'm going southbound on the 405 where the five interchange change is to my right of me, if I'm going south, mm-hmm. to the right of me, there's eucalyptus trees. And I could smell them on my motorcycle as I'm driving. And nice. I got to tell you, it is the most beautiful smell as you're, you know, you're driving. You you smell everything when you're on a motorcycle because you're out in it. But um, right there, even though it's always congested with the traffic, it always smells so good. And it's from the eucalyptus trees. Yeah, I, I, there's something about it. There's this, it, it opens to me when I smell eucalyptus, it just gives me that wide open, like, yeah, everything just Ah. smells like, ah, yeah, Yeah. it's so, um, it's like right in your face, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wonder the, uh, the little koalas like it, right? (laughs) Yeah, they'd love them. Let's see, let's see if there's anything else on here that, that you remember here's one i didn't know vodka for stinky feet you make a soak a cloth in vodka and wipe your feet for instant relief of odor you can also put it in a uh, spray bottle and coat your uh shoes also got one for stinky feet it's called soap and water (laughs) yes it works great i i I, yeah yeah (laughs) I I think that you know some some folks um 
obviously have some issues that gotcha. are are bigger soap. than that. Soap. soap. Yeah, I mean, I I think <laughs> uh I definitely think that that's there, but yeah. Um uh, obviously some some people just have some stinky ass feet. Um here's one garlic for athlete's foot. I heard that. Yeah, it's an antifungal. So you also, can, you could take um, Listerine and put it in water and um, add some hydrogen peroxide to it and soak your feet in it. And it gets rid of nail fungus. Really? Yeah. Well, well, well. Something mm-hmm. you learn every day. Every day. Wow. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Uh, this one basically just says uh, mince some garlic. Put it in some olive oil and salve it on the feet. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, would make me want some Italian food, though. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> makes you want to make you want to order a pizza, right? Uh, vinegar and rubbing rubbing alcohol for swimmer's ear. Mm. Uh, mix equal parts and apply a few drops in each ear. And Interesting. Then, yeah. Uh, yogurt for bad breath. Yogurt contains active bacteria. Mm-hmm. So that'll help. Oh, so there you go. So if you got some nasty ass breath, go get yourself a little yogurt. Get yourself a lot of yogurt. Yeah. yeah. Beets for constipation. Who knew? Yeah, I didn't know that. But I mean, beets are. Beets are pretty good. You know they're what I mean? They're very earthy. And they're. uh they're good for um, your heart. Yes. Because they help with blood circulation. Actually, they're good for a lot of things because they come from the ground where all the minerals and stuff are. It does say be careful because if you do like beet uh, drinks. Yeah. Um, your your stool and urine may turn red. So don't. It'll what a what a? It'll, it'll turn your poop and your pee red. Oh, yeah. It does every time I eat them. Yeah. So the first time I ate them, I was back east and everything weird happened when I'd go back east to see my in-laws. And um, we had beets that they grew in their garden. And then the next morning I went to pee and I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Like it was it was crazy how red it was. Right. (laughs) And then I told my my ex and he's like, didn't you eat the beets last night? And I was like, that's what I I had no idea. But I was really worried. And I was like, you got to come here. You got to see this. And I'm hoping that nobody comes into the bathroom before I get him in there to show him. Oh, it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Here's our last one, at least on my this little page that I'm looking it up and I'll I'll leave this one in the in the link as well in the show notes. Um, apples for clean teeth. Mm. Um, uh, let's see. The fibers in apples act as a natural toothbrush and scrub away plaque and food debris. Why the acidity kills bacteria and it causes bad breath. That so there you go. Um, my apples. my cousin was in the navy and he would say to eat an apple before you get on the boat because it would help with um motion sickness. Hmm. And I would go along with somebody who's been on a lot of boats. Yeah, he was. He lived on it, so yeah, that. those, that's a whole other 
a whole other type of thing. Yeah. I guess ginger I, would I get, be your other one, right? Right. I, we came up with a lot of them. I had a lot yeah, of home I, remedies. I think that there's, you know, look, there's so many things that have been handed down. I'm sure that there's people who are listening to this going, oh, what about this one? Or what about that one? That's the best part about, you know, growing up the way we did. Um, hopefully we'll be able to hand some of these down. Because obviously our grandmothers all come from a totally different time where you couldn't just run over to the CVS and mm -hmm. pick something up. So these are where these home remedies grew from because they were either they knew that some of this stuff was in the medicine and then they went, well, if ginger is this and it's in this tea or blah, 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 it's probably going to help you. So I'm sure that that's mm -hmm. kind of how our relatives found out about this stuff, because how else would have they? But oh, so many things are passed down just in don't don't ask me, just do it. Just put this there. Like, why do we need to put it? Just put it there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, just shut up and put it there. How many put times were you, were you yeah. told that? <laughs> A lot. A lot. I was a lot. Told that but you know, I got to tell you, in my in my group of people, if somebody doesn't have the answer, they call me. They're like, "What do you got for us?" Right. And most of the time, I've got stuff. It's kind of weird. You got to ask me, like, "This is what's going on. What would you do? Or what what did your family do?" And I would, I could tell you, but I can't, I can't remember all all of them for a podcast. They came up with quite a few, though. I did. Yeah. Uh, that's the best part about like what we're talking about today, though. I think that as much as we are talking about home remedies, we're also talking about the past and family. Like, all these things were, you know, um, given down from, you know, family to family to family. I'm sure that the reason that I remember these is that my grandma told my mom mm -hmm. and then my, you know, my grandparents told my dad and it was a mixture of you know, Southern and Midwestern shit. And they just kind of threw it together. Yeah. Well, look at the, the chiggers. I had never even heard about chiggers and here I got a kid that's needing help. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of my aunts happened to grow up back East and knew what to do. And then, you know, when I had my, my biggest home remedy that saved my life was literally that rhubarb that they put on the on my poison oak because nothing was helping. They were getting ready to hospitalize me. I couldn't even walk. I was so swollen. It was disgusting. Wow. And so uh, grateful. <laughs> That's all right. I to say. And, and, and grateful. like I said, it's it's pretty funny that that we've been doing this for so long. And mm -hmm. and obviously they've worked. And and I think that a lot of these medications now that are all chemicals and all kinds of other shit. They all started, you know, the old school doctors in the old West, that's, they had tons of this shit in the, in mm -hmm. the wagon. It was mm -hmm. like, well, you know, eat this ginger root and maybe you'll feel better. And then <laughs> that's what they do or make tea from it or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Cause you remember, cause I remember getting chicken pox and uh, I have a picture somewhere. I wish I could, I hope I can find it. It's gotta be in an album somewhere. It's me standing in front of a wall with, calamine lotion everywhere like, just everywhere i mean i had, and yeah and it was just me in a pair of shorts <laughs> and like uh and i had bad chicken pox but 
I went looking for calamine lotion um, because I was thinking, okay, like I have mosquito bites. And of course, it's it helps with inflammation from bites. Um, they still have it. You can go buy a bottle of calamine lotion. It's yeah. not as, you know, when you go into the anti-itch section of uh, of CVS now, it's mostly like clear gels that are the same. Benadryl. And- Benadryl. Benadryl yeah. makes a really good one. Like I said, mosquitoes like me. The Benadryl one is top notch. It's expensive as fuck, but it works really well. Yeah, the, the ankle biters get me every summer. These damn ankle biters. So mm-hmm. this last year, I got really good with spraying off on me and trying to, and I didn't suffer as bad. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say for the old home remedies? No, but I'd like to hear if you guys got some that that we didn't talk about. Like, please send them our way. I'd like to hear these. Me too. I think that I think that would be like a fun show that may have to come back and and talk more about things because there's yeah. so many that I'm sure are out there for the, from our listeners that would be able to be mm-hmm. like you go or that we'd hear and and go oh shit yeah I I do remember that one. Because there is, there's so many things out there. Mm-hmm. All right, Tina, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, make sure to check out our socials. Make sure, matter of fact, that's where you should leave messages about this show there. Um, throw them our way. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, you can check us out on YouTube. The actual audio is on there. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, I heard you- it iHeartRadio, YouTube Music, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. And uh, it's an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday, and we'll be here next week. Until then, I'm Rob. That's Tina. Talk to you later. Bye, Tina. See ya. See ya.